You have 24 Minutes, the podcast from 24-Hour Nation. My name is Randall White. When those around the world think of American cities with a nightlife scene, they will rattle off places like New York, Los Angeles, Detroit, Miami, New Orleans, among others. However, if you ask someone from the States where live music is made, celebrated, and integral to an American city's nighttime identity, odds are they will have one reply, Nashville, Tennessee. In this episode of 24 Minutes, we talk with Music City's Benton McDonough, who is one of 15 or so professional nighttime economy managers in U.S. cities. What does that mean? He tells us. I am the uh, director of the Mayor's Office of Nightlife, and uh, what that entails is really acting as a uh, liaison and trying to find balance between stakeholders, which would include residents, uh, business owners, uh, tourists, um, the, the city of Nashville. And then you also have uh, special interest groups, which would break down to uh, include uh, uh, the Downtown Partnership, uh, which is a group of businesses in our entertainment district that work together in that organization. And then uh, the NCBC, which is our Visitors Bureau, uh, the GNHA, which uh, addresses hospitality, uh, our Nashville Chamber. And then we've also been doing a lot of work with the uh, Sexual Assault Center uh, as well and uh, working with them through uh, through bars. But really, uh, we're, we're looking at issues involving quality of life, uh, cleanliness and uh, public safety. And uh, we're starting to uh, to work with other departments outside of our police department to uh, to try and take some of the work off of the, the plates of our police officers so that they can deal with more serious issues and uh, and we can address some of the the more mundane permitting issues and in, instead of involving the police department so that's kind of on a, on a day-to-day basis what what we deal with give me a couple of examples of some of your responsibilities are you convening these different groups together or are you taking on responsibilities to push a particular project forward and then you're winding up kind of managing the stakeholders in that tell a, a little bit about some of the actual tasks that you undertake during the week? Well, it kind of, it's a little bit of both. I'll say for instance, uh, you know, recently, you know, we, we were contacted uh, by, by the Nashville symphony, for instance, and uh, they had issues where uh, attendees were being caught up in uh, the parking garages in the area for up to two hours because of uh, issues with, uh, with traffic and exiting the, the garage. And so uh, what, what we did in, in that situation was we brought in, different stakeholders. So we had representatives from the symphony. We had representatives from the, the Nashville Predators because the, the Bridgestone Arena where they play is just a block or two from from there. Uh, we brought in uh, representatives from from the uh, parking garage. Uh, we also brought in uh, representatives from, from WeGo, which is our transit authority that handles buses. We brought in uh, NDOT, which is our de- Department of Transportation. Uh, and then uh, we're also bringing in the, the uh, downtown partnership, which addresses a lot of the issues with with businesses in, in, in and around the area and uh, and then also one of the uh, apartment buildings in the in the area as well brought in a representative from there and we also met with uh, mayor O'Connell in, in a meeting and brought those parties together to, to really address a lot of the, the issues as, as well as councilman Coopin who who represents that that district 
as well. And I might add that uh, Nashville Predators are not a group of people, a subgroup of people. who This is a sports team. Just for folks that might not know, when you say we brought in the Predators, I just want, want people to be clear that we're not talking about. Well, you might have. You might have actually brought in some of the Predators to go, what are, what are you doing? So, okay. Oh, that's terrific. And so this convening, to, and I love the fact that it's not just the nightlife scene, as people think of nightlife, but you are to assist the symphony, which is a part of the nighttime economy. That's very cool. Well, well, let's talk a little bit about Nashville. I, I think in the whole nighttime economy movement around the world, there are so many cities in which this has grown up out of kind of the club scene. Now, Nashville has clubs, but it's really different kind of a environment for nightlife. So for those who may not know, tell us a bit about Music City. We can start actually with um, Music City and the way that it uh, got its nickname. And uh, I think most people think Music City and they think country music. And uh, But the, the reality is, is that just after the, uh, the Civil War, the uh, Fisk Jubilee Singers, that's a uh, local historically black college in, uh, in Nashville, the Fisk Jubilee Singers went on a uh, world tour and uh, performed for the uh, Queen of England. And uh, upon hearing them, she stated that they must be from a, a city of music. And so mm. that's actually where we uh, we got the the nickname for for Music City. And so fast forward century plus later, and uh, you know we have country music that we're that we're known for now. And uh, uh, you know we're known for country music. We have the Grand Ole Opry here. We have CMA here. Uh, we have countless record labels here as well. Uh, but I, I think we also have a, a number of different genres that that people can can enjoy uh, down and around uh, Broadway. And so we have the the honky tonks that uh, you know honky tonk highway as it's known. And Broadway uh, is called Honky Tonk Highway. It, it is. Oh and uh, we uh, and we went to uh, my, my wife and I attended a uh, opening for the uh, the honky tonk that that's owned by uh, uh, Hank Williams Jr. and then. Uh, few weeks later the the one that's owned by garth brooks yeah but but then you also have uh have one that's uh that that's uh has an investor uh in john bon jovi um for for one and then you also have uh, gavin DeGraw that's invested in in another one so it's you know you know total mix of uh of different genres that you have down and around broadway and and now dolly parton uh, uh recently purchased a building as well and oh my we'll gosh that's exciting hotel there as, as well so it's it's just a lot going on here and and uh, we you know we like to tell people that that you never know who you might run into uh, and uh, like to tell the story that uh, my wife and I went to a bookstore you know we were we were walking in and uh, Keith Urban held the door open for us and uh, and he and Nicole Kidman were, were walking out so it was uh, just never know who you're going to run into so let's talk about you you're trained as a lawyer and after you yeah. got your degree, you got to work for a couple of positions for the state of Tennessee, it looks like. And then in 2017, you started a new job. Now, tell us about that, the Metro Nashville Beer Permit Board. I, it's, I, I've held the uh, the title of executive director since uh, since 2017. And uh, we, we regulate uh, sale and storage of low-gravity beer. So that's basically anything that's 8% alcohol content and below. Anything that's high-gravity, that's 8% and above that's regulated by the state. And okay. uh, so they, they handle that as well as liquor and, and wine. Tennessee, as always, does things a little differently. And so we have uh, a beer board um, in every 
every county. So that's oh. 90, 95 counties. But then also you have um, some cities that have their have their own airports as well. And so we're we are a um, metropolitan government. And uh, and so we are the airport for Metro Nashville. Well, that seems very complicated. I have never heard of this kind of beer board operation until you stepped into it. But then a year ago, almost to the day, you took on this new responsibility as Nashville's first director of nightlife. Is this in addition to your work for the Metropolitan Beer Permit Board? It is. I'm, I'm continuing as the executive director of the beer board and, and also taking on the day-to-day tasks of uh, director of the uh, office of nightlife so okay okay well sometimes alcohol licensed businesses uh have a tenuous relationship with regulators so how has this worked for you or against you in your work as the director of the mayor's office of nightlife do they do the people that hold the beer permits kind of go oh he's also got this other job and he's a he's a regulator how does that work well, it, it, it's interesting because the uh, b- before I took on this role, uh, I, I had a discussion with uh, uh, with Kristen Wilson in, in the uh, the mayor's office here, and she said, you know, when she first came on uh, to the to the mayor's office, she she found it interesting that that I had such a good relationship with uh, a beer permit industry or with the beer industry, and so I, I think there's a healthy respect there that. You know, they know that when I when I tell them something that that I'm going to be straightforward about it and and honest about it, and I'm not going to to go back, you know, behind their backs and and do anything. And so, I, I think also during uh, COVID, you know, we we did a lot of work with the, the beer board. We were the first entity in the state to create uh, delivery and curbside permits and really save a lot of the businesses from from going out of business. And so, I think there was a, an appreciation there with uh with that but then because we are a smaller department we we have about five employees for for the entire county uh you know we we have to uh leverage our connections with other other departments and other organizations and so uh we we did that all all throughout the pandemic and uh, I, I think that's what really led to 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 me being appointed to to this position is that i have collaborated and partnered with a lot of these larger organizations to uh, to to find some balance and and to help a lot of the businesses that that we oversee. So rather than being seen as um, uh, I'm here from the government to help you regulate, or you're all you're seen as a proponent and an advocate, and that's a good thing. I think they I think they understand that we want to see the industry succeed and to thrive, and and that's that's what we're there to do. But also. To make sure that you know the, the people that are the bad actors are are the ones that that are held accountable. Right, right, right. That's not the easy part. I think sometimes. Right. Well, you referenced the mayor on mm-hmm. September of this year. A former Nashville City Council member was elected the tenth mayor of Nashville, I believe. And a unique aspect of Mayor Freddie O'Connell is that, among other skills, in his deep experience in the community, he is or was maybe I'm not sure a musician. And a DJ. Right. We live in a world in the nighttime economy that is filled with folks who have come up into leadership roles who were once DJs. How has Mayor O'Connell's background helped inform your work, or how has it helped the nighttime economy for Nashville? I I really 
appreciate Mayor O'Connell and and what he brings to the to the position. And I, I'm fortunate in that I've, I've I've had a prior working relationship with him as he he was the uh, the the council member representing the entertainment district for uh, for the previous eight years. And so we had that that working relationship together as far as um, beer permit businesses in entertainment district. And so he's really been a, a big proponent of, uh, of nightlife, even prior to the time that, that this job was was created. I, I know that he's he's uh, spoken out in support of creating such a position, really, I think, since the la- over the last five years prior to this. His work um, has really been uh, in support of, of what we're trying to accomplish in, in nightlife. Well, as best I can tell, he doesn't yet have a DJ name, so we can't call him, you know, <laughs> DJ O or something like that. Now, in your work for the city, you represent the voice of nighttime businesses and affected or excluded communities, I suppose, in the city. Give me some examples this year, some things that you've been able to do that have yielded some tangible results. So other people who are listening to this can go, well, you know, that's that's something we've got a challenge with. Maybe we can follow the example of Benton in Nashville. Well, I, I, I think for for one, um, I, I've, I've actually been working closely with uh, Councilman Jacob Coopin. And so he, like I said, he uh, he represents the, the entertainment district in, in that area. And so we, you know, we'll we'll tour the, the area on a on a weekly basis just to, to check in with uh with the police department, such as uh, Lieutenant Stein, he he oversees Lieutenant oversees the entertainment district, and uh, uh, Commander Ricky Bearden, who uh, um, oversees the larger larger area there. Um, he's the commander for for that section, and uh, we we meet with them on a on a regular basis to see what what we can do to uh, to assist in some of the issues downtown. And uh, one night, uh, you know, we were walking through the uh, through the area and noticed that there was a section under the pedestrian bridge for instance that uh, NDOT had been working to uh, increase the the lighting under there to increase the the public safety aspect of it and uh, and so we met with uh, with two of the officers and and they said you know this this can pose a, a danger to public safety because it's darker you know it, it allows for the potential for more assaults to take place drug activity that that sort of thing. And so we, uh, you know, we reached out to uh, to NDOT, and within uh, a week or two, there there was additional lighting in there, and and so you can tell a significant difference in just the the environment. That's something that we're working on in the in the district is to increase the the, the lighting there to uh, improve public public safety. I want people to know that it, we're not focusing just on the entertainment district. We are looking to to expand into other areas of town. Well, Nashville's not just the activity in Nashville doesn't take place just on Broadway, although it's magnificent to be there and to walk down it and I'm wild about the neon signs. But there are other entertainment destinations at night in Nashville, like Country Music Association's Hall of Fame. That's not far. What else is in Nashville that's not necessarily in the downtown district? We have the uh, the Country Music Hall of Fame that, that you're talking about. That's that's about two, I guess, about two blocks off of right. Broadway. It's spectacular. Uh, it it is, and uh, there's also the uh, the Frist Museum, which is just outside of the, the Entertainment District. Right, and the Grand Old Opry is not not downtown, is it? Right. That that's in uh, in Donaldson, actually, right. where I grew up. 
Um, so it's, it's about uh, five or 10 miles out, outside of, uh, outside of downtown. So they're, your focus is beginning to want to shift larger. And now you've got somebody to help you on staff, right? You have, you now have an assistant. That's going to be great. I, I did, that that has helped immensely. Uh, I've, I've hired uh, Herschel French. He's uh, he's the the new assistant director, and uh, it has made a made a huge difference in uh, just the uh, the amount of time that uh, that I've had to focus on on uh, on other issues. And he can do outreach that you know I'm, I may not have time to do at that at that particular moment. And uh, we're also in the the process of hiring a community outreach um, individual as well. So um, that that person will be coming on board, uh, hopefully within the next few weeks. Well, let's talk about that a little bit in in terms of what's coming ahead. Somebody who's doing community outreach for the Office of Nightlife. What what's that person's role going to be? Really, I I think it's to uh, to oversee any issues that that come about on a, on a nightly basis. Um, I'm, I'm working during the day and also, uh, you know, a lot during, during the night. And, uh, and we have, you know, noise complaints that, that come to me directly from, from around the County. So I've, I've got those to address, but my hope is that we can create a situation where the outreach coordinator can receive the, the complaints and then coordinate you know, the, the response with the other departments, you know, whether it's NDOT or, uh, or with our codes department to address some of these issues that come up throughout the night. NDOT is Nashville's own Department of Transportation. Is that correct? Correct. All right. I'm speaking with Benton McDonough. He is the executive director of the Mayor's Office of Nightlife. He is also the executive director of the Metropolitan National Beer Permit Board. Oh, boy in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, the Office of Nightlife has a presence on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So you can can look him up and follow what they're doing by going to any of those particular social media accounts. And I understand that soon they'll have also a, a webpage specific to the Nashville nightlife scene. Okay, I, my final question of you in Nashville, it seems to me there are three groups, large groups of nighttime stakeholders. Uh, there are the international kind of event producers. There are the celebrity-backed type venues that you've talked about that thrive at night. And then there are the smaller independent venues that also get very vibrant and provide a starting place for a lot of artists. These are three different stakeholder groups with three different agendas. What are you able to do for all of them that's going to help all of these different groups succeed and thrive at night? One thing that that we are trying to uh, trying to do is is really to find balance between a lot of these stakeholders and uh, and residents. That that seems to be one area that is common between all three of those those groups is how do we create an environment where both the resident and the business owner are are good neighbors and can live side by side and you know allow the other one to to enjoy the uh the fruits of their labor so you know you have the the business owner that can entertain their their clients and their customers and but then also that the residents who also paid a lot of money for uh, residents and uh you know want to enjoy that that piece of property so that's that's something that that we are working with right now is trying to find a way to balance a lot of the noise issues that that we have currently and uh, so I think it feels like, you know, we're, we're putting, you know, 
putting things in place to to address a, a lot of these these issues. And I, I think time will tell whether or not that's going to be successful. But I, I think we're headed in the right direction. Having a designated person at City Hall who can assemble and provide leadership for a city's response to nightlife needs and challenges, that is always heading in the right direction. This has been Season 2, Episode 30 of 24 Minutes from 24 Hour Nation. You can connect with us through many different social media platforms found at 24hournation.com. My name is Randall White. <laughs>